All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on in to another special edition of the Cinema Lords podcast. Our very special Andor breakdown. We're going to be uh, talking about the, the premiere, the first three episodes. Uh, very excited to talk about it. Definitely not your regular Star Wars. A little bit darker, a little bit grittier, more like that Rogue One feel. Uh, so we're excited to talk about it. With us today, we got a uh, another another mixed squad. Kalos still out on uh, on work, doing field do field training. work. Yeah, doing, doing some field work. That's right, doing his research out in the field. We got a a new guy on the ones and twos tonight. You know him well. You've seen him on the show, but he's always been on you know this side of the table tonight, making his debut. Mister Luke Kleinen, what's going on, bud? How we doing, everybody? Thank you for having me. Uh, Hopefully I can contribute on the technical side a little bit this time. No, of course. We're happy to have you. We couldn't do the show without the producer, you know what I mean? And it's nice to see, like I said, everyone's starting to chip in a little bit. Everyone's learning this, doing that. We're, we're a utility team here. Everyone's learning all the positions, you know what I mean? That's it. And then he was with us here on Tuesday night, but he was on the ones and twos. Now he's back on this side of the table. I'm on the twos and ones. All. Twos and ones. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Seth Rogers, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, baby? Good to be back. Um, I'm excited for this one. Um, you know, Star Wars, big thing for me my whole entire life. So I got some thoughts on this one. Some good, some bad. Um, but yeah, very excited to get into it. And uh, yeah, let's go. Definitely one of the biggest Star Wars guys I know, without a doubt. I remember every single time I went to your house for like a year. <laughs> I would walk in and you would be watching the Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Not even Star Wars. Specifically only Revenge of the Sith. It was bad. You must have watched that movie a billion times. Yeah, it was bad. I used to, <laughs> I used to remember to recite like the whole entire like probably the first quarter of the movie. Yeah, it was bad. Was wasn't the, the proudest moment in my life going through it, but yeah, I've I've always loved Star Wars. Yeah, no, you uh you've always been a big Star Wars guy. I remember you used to uh you took me to your cousin Adam's house, another big Star Wars guy. We used to play that awesome board game too, man. That game was awesome. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it, but you used to control a character and stuff, yeah. dice. It was you had a main thing. character and then like two like you know, if you were like a Sith you had two uh, like clone troopers, or you had two droids. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I'll have to ask him what the name was. Yeah, but. and he had, like, expanded that game way beyond its just basic limits. He had, like, trillions of characters yeah. that he ordered online yeah. and shit. That shit was a fun time. Yep. We'll have to get him on here. I've talked to him already. He's been watching this show. We'll have to get him on to uh, talk some Star Wars at some point. But uh, first three episodes, what did you guys think overall? What were your thoughts? What do you guys think? Um. So overall, so the way I'm looking at this is I'm treating this as not necessarily a Star Wars themed show. I'm kind of okay. treating it as just like a spy thriller. Okay. Because um, there's not a whole lot of, I feel like, Star Wars related things, at least the first three episodes. Definitely. Um, I don't want to come off as a dick asking this, but did anybody ask for this, for like Andor's backstory? You know no, what I'm saying? Like, I do understand what you're saying. I would say I, I, was, I was asking for... A darker, grittier, for almost the adult Star Wars, which this is, so I would say it answered that call. I do get what you're saying, specifically being an Andor thing, though. That I wasn't necessarily asking for. Yeah. That I do agree with. I just, like, for Star Wars, for me right now, we need to do, I feel, quality over quantity kind of deal. Yeah. Like, I would I rather, and agree. again, I'm going to watch every every episode, um, but I just feel like we need to take a step back with Star Wars. So we've made three trilogies now. One of them have been good. One of the trilogies has been good. And the last one in the movie in that trilogy that came out was 1980. Yeah. So 40 years. We've had two trilogies since. Not good. So I think if we take a step back a little bit with Star Wars and we focus on let's make a good trilogy. 
versus these these sub shows. Mandalorian is the exception to the rule. Of course. Mandalorian, you know, there's no argument there. It's phenomenal. It's a banger. But, you know, even like, what was it? Bad Batch was the other one. Didn't watch. I only watched the first two episodes and then I kind of fell off. There's just a lot of Star Wars things right now that I feel like we don't necessarily need. And I don't want to say that in a very bad way, but... You know, like Rogue One. I, I think we needed Rogue One. We needed some explanation on how they got the Death Star plans. And not to mention it was a phenomenal movie. Yeah, it was awesome. My favorite Star Wars product aside from maybe the Mandalorian. But like this one, like I, I, I got to be honest, I didn't really need a backstory on Andor. So I'm kind of trying to separate the Star Wars aspect of it and just treating it as just a kind of just like a spy show. You know what I mean? No, I can definitely see that. You feel like Disney's milking Star Wars a little bit too much here. They're, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're just they're doing they're doing the quality thing over. I mean, uh, the quantity over having the quality. Like, I just rather let's take some time, let's get some heads in a room, and let's come up with a damn good trilogy. Versus, what's the next Star Wars show that's coming out? I hear that. That's my opinion. Especially like if they had, if the last trilogy was good, then I would say, all right, you know, we can we can branch out, have more of these shows. But like, you know, I feel like universally that. The last trilogy was not liked. I know I didn't like it. I liked At the all. first one yeah, a lot. Very few people do. Yeah, and you know I'm even one. I'm on the more generous side. Like I know a lot of people hate the rise of uh, the rise of Skywalker. I actually didn't mind it that much. The last Jedi was one of the most disappointing movies I've ever seen in my entire life. But I don't know. I just think we need to we need to take a step back with Star Wars, and we need to come up with a good trilogy versus these shows. But I'm still, like I said, I will watch it every single week. And I will give my feedback on it. So that's kind of where I'm at. The first three were pretty good. A little, little slow, to be honest. You know, uh, I thought, and I was telling you earlier today, I think it had a lot to do with having the first three episodes in one like one night, I think is what killed it a little bit. I think if they would have spread it out a little bit, we would have kind of got it more fast-paced. But I think everybody, they knew that everybody was going to watch those first three episodes in the first night. So that's why it's a little bit slow. Yeah, it's a longer series too. All the other shows that we've seen so far have all been, for the most part, six episodes. Obi Wan was six, Boba Fett was six. This is going to be twelve. So yeah, a little bit more attention too. to detail. Yeah, they did say too that this is going to be kind of the story of the little guy. So you know, it's going to probably be a little bit more of a drawn out kind of a thing rather than, like you said, fast paced. You know what I mean? Yeah, more character development and kind of shit like that. Yeah, but. I mean, from a, I think from a spy thriller standpoint, it, that's basically what it was. There was almost no ties really to Star Wars at all. I thought it was pretty good. I like I said, I thought it was. I like that we're back in the dark, the gritty. It's more adult feel right out of the gate. Yeah, it felt like Rogue One felt, which I was excited. Like I said, I was excited for that vibe because that's the vibe that I've been asking for in Star Wars. Yeah, everything's always been so like, just you know. Almost geared towards not kid, not really just geared towards kids, but everything's always so hopeful, like fluffy and yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> There's always yeah. so much hope. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Right. And I like a little bit more of the dread because at the end of the day, Star Wars is a lot of dark stories. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. I love Rogue One. Yeah, it's good to show that there's you know there's a rebel like the rebellion's growing, but like the people in the rebellion they they had to do some it not so like not so heroic shit along the way in yeah. order to get to where they need to be and like. I think the first episode kind of explained that a little bit too. Definitely. So yeah, I agree. It's nice to see that, you know, people who joined this rebellion, like it wasn't always just, you know, against the empire, you know, hurrah, this, that, and the other. Like they actually had to do some dark shit along the way in order to get to, to, like, to, get to where they needed to get to. Yeah. This whole, the, right away too, I felt as soon as the show opened, it just felt like this show was different in compared to at least Obi-Wan and Boba Fett from like the production side. It just felt right away like this show 
is going to be, be not even just better. It just felt less cheesy, less gimmicky. Yeah, it felt like it was really grounded. Yeah. Right away, I gave you that kind of fucking. I got like that, uh, like that L.A. noir feeling. The rain, the darkness, the fucking lights. Yeah, the eerie fucking. He's creeping through the alley and shit. Right. I just got that, you know, fucking creepy, mystery kind of like you said. Oh, I got a, you know, I got like, almost like a seven vibe too. Fucking. Yeah, you know, I was thinking like, it, fucking, no, this is like black and white, but, like Sin City. Yep, Sin you know, City's you know, a good reference. Like Cyberpunk. Especially because Sin City's raining all the time in that fucking. Yeah, movie, exactly. I mean? If only it was, you know, it's not black and white, obviously, but yeah, yeah, those same vibes. Definitely. Big time like that. Like I said, noir is my first thought. I liked it. I, I enjoyed that gritty aspect to it. I agree that I definitely thought it was kind of... The second episode, particularly, I thought was almost useless. I expected a little bit more from the, th- the first three episodes in total. Uh, especially seeing as how I thought the best part of the like the three episodes in total... I don't know if you guys saw on Disney Plus, on Disney, uh, the D23 day, they put out like a, an Andor special, it was like 10 minutes long, and it literally showed the best scene from the three episodes, which is like the fight scene in, in episode three. Yeah, I was going to say, that was the that was a, my favorite one, the very end of episode three. Right. I, I think it, you know, sets up, I think we hit the ground running now, but like I said, it kind of goes back to what I was saying. I think that's a result of them releasing the first three episodes in one week. Yeah, yeah. I, guess. I think if they had like they did just did once a week, I think it kind of would have changed how they how it. the like the value or like the meaning like the meaningness of each episode. Yeah, they, could, they couldn't really build any tension without yeah uh, without that weight in between episodes, kind of right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. But altogether, I thought it was. I'm excited to see where the season's going from here. These first three episodes were basically almost one little story in itself, kind of. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are still out. Like right now, the Empire's not a thing right now not like yet, the yeah, you know the, the corporation that's going after um like cassian is it's not even related to the empire so yeah they granted now that there's a big battle and everything you yeah. know obviously i think the empire is going to be a little bit more involved um you also have a kind of a couple like extra like talking about lack of easter eggs i feel like there's still a couple people out there right now who can make an appearance um so you have like mon mothma is the biggest one like she's the one that they in Rogue One, they get the they finally get the plans for oh, the Death yeah, Star yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I feel like she's out there right now. And the only other one I was thinking of was uh, was Jalen Erso from Rogue One. Um, I think he's still out there. Grand Moff Tarkin might be, you know, yeah. he might be kind of the main person of the Empire. So there's still a lot more Easter eggs that could be out there, but I, I don't know how much they're gonna do it. Yeah, I don't think the show's going to have many of them, I can tell you that. Yeah. At least none of them for the sake of just having an Easter egg. It seems like if it, in the story it makes sense, then they're going to do it. But other than that, they're yeah. not going to do it just for fan service. Uh, Seth, what, uh, what's like the timetable? and like, like uh, What's the setting at, at this time in the show? So they're not even they're not even the uh, the Rebellion at this point. They're like the... Um, I forgot the name of it. Um, like the... It's even pre-Rebellion. I want to say it's... So it was like year five. I don't yeah, I didn't know what five. it was. It says BBY. That's the uh, the battle of yet. That's basically when the Death Star blew up. Yeah, that's like what they use as like a timetable. Once once that battle happens, that they use that as like their their time of reference. Okay. Yep. So right uh, before there, um, yeah, that gives me a better feel for like you said who might pop up. And yeah, exactly. You know, I don't think you're gonna get Darth Vader or anything in this. You know no, what I mean? No, but, no, or like no. Luke Skywalker or I'd something. Be but stunned. Yeah, I think the Easter eggs will be like those said those like secondary characters from other Star Wars movies. So, which I'm fine with. Yeah, Luke, yeah. what'd you think? How'd you enjoy the first three? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I'm a, you know, I'm a big fan of Star Wars, but 
I'd probably don't take it as personally as uh, Seth might. Um, so, personal is um, a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I feel like I just was kind of taking it for what it was. I, I agree that they weren't really able to build much tension in between those episodes. Uh, any any that they could have had with those um, those early episodes was kind of lost. Um, but putting all three out and getting to that building point and putting out two hours at once, I think it was kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, I feel like they did a did a good job. I'm excited to see the rest. I mean, if they would have did like if these these would have been the first three episodes and they did it one one week per episode, oh, like if brutal. if we were three weeks in oh, on this brutal. and we would have had those same three episodes, like I don't say I would have I would have jumped ship, but I would have been pretty damn close. Yeah, I would have been pretty damn close. Like I'm fine with it that it was one week, so I, I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, no, this played almost like a movie. These three episodes all together. And like you said about it being not really Star Wars related, I can tell you it might drag in some people that aren't necessarily like the biggest of like say Star Wars fans. Like you can watch this and not be. A I don't Star think Wars you. Yeah, I don't think you need the backstory of Star Wars to under to understand what's going on. Yeah, I think if you like spy thrillers, like you'd be you'd be comfortable be watching this show. Yeah, you know, I'll say my Steph watched it with me and she really liked it, which she usually doesn't care at all about Star Wars. She, yeah, she would just take it or leave it. She actually really liked it. She probably liked it more than I did. To be yeah. totally honest. Um, but let's dive in, yeah. Let's go into the first episode. Like Luke said, we find out we're five years before the, the Death Star being blown up, you know what I mean? We're on Marlana 1, and like I said, we're opening up with a cool scene, I thought. It was creepy, very, like, L.A. noir vibes, like mm-hmm. I said. He's creeping through the alleyway. He goes over to a bar. He's asking about a girl from the planet Canary, which I had obviously never heard of before. I was yeah. like, I don't know, new planet. And it's not, not the bars from, you know... Dun, 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 yeah, dun, you know what I mean? It's not, not the we're cantina. All, we're off t- yeah, we're, we're, off not, we're not in cantina. We're, not we're, all, in, we're off tattoo. Yeah, we're in like a dark, like dark bar. Yeah, finally in new places. This is a big galaxy, like we said. Let's explore. Let's get off the same planets. Every single one of these shows, it's always in Tatooine. We're always in the same couple places. But uh, turns out the girl that he's looking for, he finds out is it actually his sister. And while he's asking around for her at the bar, he's got these two guys that turn out to be kind of guards or cops, basically. Uh, and they're kind of giving him a hard time, hassling a little bit. Kind of brushes it off, finds out the girl's already gone, she's already left, and uh, as he's leaving, as he's walking out, the two guys end up following him, giving him a hard time, trying to mug him, basically, Andor's able to fucking pull a one-two, hits one guy with a headbutt, and then gives one guy a judo chop to the fucking throat. Yeah, it took him out. Turns out, he fucking, so he gets the other upper hand, he killed that first guy with just a fucking headbutt. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know how hard that must have been? You must have to get him like right under the nose, shift that shit into his Crack brain. Crack the skull or something. Yeah, that's yeah. a hard thing to do. Yep. I mean, fuck. One in a million. Unlucky for yeah, him. Yeah, for real. But uh, so now he's got this other god. He just saw the whole thing. Now he's kind of got him at gunpoint. And he fucking straight up executioner style. Fucking bang. Yeah. I, I thought this was the most important scene out of all three episodes. And not, not for the obvious factor that this is how he becomes wanted. Yeah. But I think it shows... The, the right off the beginning the that this is going to be a different feel of a Star Wars show and goes back to like I said people who eventually joined the rebellion like they didn't have to it wasn't all just you know fluffy sunshine rainbows yep. you know against the empire kind of deal like some of these people had to do some some, some dark idiot. things along the way to get to, to where they need to get to so that's kind of why I felt it was it was that important besides the besides the obvious of that's how he becomes wanted yeah, I couldn't possibly literally agree more. I think you just absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Right away, first scene, you know, like, all right. It's like this. Like, oh, it's okay, like wow. This. Might yeah. not be a children's fucking show. You yeah. know what I mean? Get the eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds out of here. It's going to yeah. be fucking a little bit more Yeah, intense. I can't see Jar Jar Binks jun- <laughs> dancing around the town anytime soon yeah. in this, uh, in this, uh, this series. Uh, but then he uh, he hops off planet. He goes to apparently his hometown, it seems like, Ferrix. And uh, it seems like he's getting prepared to leave. 
And uh, we meet a newest droid, which Star Wars always kills one thing, in my opinion. That's droids. We bring in our newest one, B2 Emo. Great fucking name. <laughs> yeah. And he fits up to it because there's multiple times in these first three episodes where he just like acts sad and shit. When and he like, just, like, I don't know how to explain it, but when he like sags yeah, in. Yeah, cowers. You know, kinda, like, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. yeah. like almost like shuts off kind of deal. Uh, what's that fucking, what's the Disney movie there? Uh, Wally. Kind of fucking yeah, yeah. reminds me of that guy right <laughs> yeah. there. Does yeah. a lot of that. But. Right away, I, I thought he was pretty funny. We find out that he's got a little stutter. He does speak English, not like R2-D2 now with the beep beep beeps actually speaks, yep. but he's got a stutter from just, I don't know, war or fucking being old as shit. Um, Endo's kind of packing up his shit, and then we find out that we're doing flashbacks, which kind of disappointed me because I'm kind of done with flashbacks after Boba Fett. Yeah. I was yeah, like, I agree if it's going to be like that. one flashback, that's fine, but we're going to quickly see that this is going to be yeah. a, a very common thing, at least through these first three episodes. Yeah. Lots like, why, of why couldn't we see this at the at the beginning? You know what I mean? Like, if almost as if, if this was the first scene, let's get the flashback out of the way. Yeah. Let's get the little backstory on what's going on. Right. And, and now we jump into the present time. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, basically, the flashback reminded me of like a fucking Lord of the Flies situation. Right away, I'm looking around I'm like it's all. It did, kids. yeah, it did sound like Lord of the Flies. Fucking a lot. yeah, they're yeah. all like you know spears, got fucking body paint and shit on. Uh, the other thing that annoyed me about these flashbacks is not even we're just doing flashbacks. They're doing all these flashbacks and they don't give us fucking subtitles for them, and they're speaking a different right. language. Yeah. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, how annoying is this? What benefit yeah. does this provide us that we have to like figure out what these kids are trying to say to one another? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Wicked dumb. Um. But they're on, like I said, some Lord of the Flies situation going on, and they see a, uh, I don't know what kind of ship it is, but, you know, some kind of spaceship fucking fly down and just fucking crash. Yep. So, right away, that was our interesting. I'm like, all right, it's got to be fucking Cassian, yeah. I would have to imagine, if it's, you know, him that's flashing back. And it's really not even, they don't even have the same ships as they did, in, you know what I mean? Like, you could tell... Older? Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, you can tell if it's, like, a, like an Imperial ship or... No, right, right, right. You know, yeah. like, they these are, like... Brand new ships, really, yeah. for that matter. Yeah. Um, he ends up trying to fucking tell b 2 to fucking lie for him, which I thought was kind of funny, you know what I mean? And then he goes and sets up an alibi fucking with his buddy down the street at the construction site, kind of tells him fucking where he was now the night before. Yeah. Um, but then we go to back to the headquarters at uh, Marlana 1. This is a cool scene. Right away, first thing I noticed... They're at kind of like a, like I said, security headquarters. The, I don't know what we want to call him, the chief security guard is uh, Lord Royce from uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. First thing I noticed. That's right what I was thinking. I knew it was from, I couldn't think of his name. Yeah. Or like where he was. From, I knew it was from uh, Game of Thrones, but I, I couldn't think what his character was. Over at the Vale. Yep. Yeah, right away I was like, hey, I know you. Uh, a couple people in this show where I, as soon as I saw him, I was like, hey, I know who you are. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, Kyburn's in it too. I haven't. He wasn't. I think of the it, they, they, the upcoming. I think they oh, right. they do like a kind of like an overall trailer for the whole series. Yeah, yeah. And he was. And in the, I'm yeah, pretty sure he's pretty sure he's in the Empire. I think I actually did. Which see is the that. perfect fucking. Yeah, <laughs> if no there was anybody I could think of for Game of Thrones. There's, there's, a, there's a couple other Game of Thrones guys in there too. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's one. Um, do you know the huge guy who kind of lurks behind Cassian? Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, apparently that's Hodor, the same actor. No shit. Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical. Yeah, pretty awesome. He has that same almost slouch to him. So now that you say that, actually, shit. No, I'm sorry. My bad. Not Hodor. Oh, not Hodor. One one, the the big. Oh, okay. The big giant. Yeah, yeah, the, giants. <laughs> the giant. Yeah, not, not the half giant. The full giant. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha, you. Gotcha. From uh, from Game of Thrones. I got gotcha. you. Uh, we'll get introduced to her in a minute. But um, who's the other one? Um, this is like his mom character. Uh, was it Marvel? Yeah, that's her name. That's, yeah, uh, Opportunia. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, but like I said, we're at this uh, security headquarters. And this dude who's like seems like a new fucking newly promoted dude reminded me actually he's not actually him but he reminded me of Ramsey Bolton. 
had that Ramsey Bolton look to him right away. But basically, he's uh, been staying up all night, been looking into the two murders of these gods that Andor took out. And the fucking Lord Royce is kind of just like, you know what? They were in the wrong place. They shouldn't have been there. They were drinking shit they shouldn't have been drinking. Seems like they just kind of messed with the wrong guy. They kind of got what they deserved. Not Which, wrong. Yeah, no. <laughs> definitely not. Brings up some decent points. You not know what wrong. I mean? yeah. He's going to like a, a crime rate meeting, literally. So he's going to have to go like report that right there. And he's like, yeah. you know what? Let's brush it on the rug. Yeah. Make them look and, like heroes, but not too good heroes. Yeah. And it, <laughs> it kind of goes back to, like I was saying, this isn't the Empire. And it seems like this. Yeah, do we have this, a name for him? Or no. Uh, no, I think it's just, you know, kind of like it's just a corporate, like, I think the corporation's probably the bat, like, not a good word for it, but this corporation seems like they just want to, they want to do their own thing, and they want to keep the empire out of it. Yeah. So if something like this happens, you know, like, they don't, they don't want to, I guess, like, word make, make out. news out of it, yeah, right. right, they don't right, want right. word getting around, like, they want to kind of just sweep underneath the rug, they want the empire to stay out of what they have going on, they, they just kind of, they want to do what they're doing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got you. I want to put up a brave face. Uh, but like I said, definitely looked like Ramsey Bolton to me. That's what I kept fucking actually writing down even in my notes. I kept calling him Ramsey Bolton. I looked up his name. It was like Cyril or something like that. I was like, nah, yeah. Ramsey Bolton's way better. They do a good job of Star Wars making these pale. Like General Hawks is, Hawks is the guy from uh, the latest Star Wars trilogy. They're just like pale and just mean looking dudes. <laughs> like that's what, that's what this guy looks like. Which is actually, it's funny you bring that up. So like in this, this is the first scene. This is like his introduction scene. And then we're going to see him a couple more times in this episode. And he always is like you just said, kind of like this hard ass. And then all of a sudden, by like episode three, he seems like a soft little bitch. I don't know what the fuck happens. He really turns tight, I feel like. Yeah. Weirdly, like just right. very quick. <clears throat> um, from there, we go back to Andor and uh, back to Cass. And he's meeting a new character, uh, Bix. 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 I like Bix. I like Bix. I like Bix. Man. Uh, it turns out that, like we said, Cass is trying to get a plan together, try to try to get off planet. To you know, he just killed these two guys. He's got to get out of here before he gets arrested. Apparently, he's got this special artifact, basically this special item that he wants to sell to you know get some cash so he can get out of here. It kind of looks like a holocron. Like a um, again, this goes back to like the last trilogy. It almost looks like a Jedi holocron. They have these things that they can use to track down Jedi's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's not. So I. I I thought it was at first, but it's kind of the same thing, like a box-looking thing. Yeah. What do they um, say it does? It tracks like Imperial ships or something? Yeah, like I think so. Kind of the same thing, like I was saying. Just They they use it just to kind of... They want to keep the Empire away right yeah. now and, and right do their machine, own thing. Basically. Yeah. Uh, but basically, you know, he says that that could go for big cash. And apparently Bix has got a friend. We don't know who it is yet, but apparently she's got a, a guy who buys rare items, got the cash to go. And uh, she conv- you know, he convinces her to you know give him a call, say, hey, I got something. And uh, we find out she's got a real another simp boyfriend. We've been doing a lot of simp boyfriends. Yeah, that's Nicole simp is the perfect way to put it. Simp this guy's boyfriend simp. Tim, just yeah. jealous as shit. Yeah, man. just overwatching, just being annoying. Yep. Goes right over to Andor after the conversation's over and is kind of like hassling him and shit. Like I'm sick of you coming around. You know what I mean? Like, dude, lay off me, bro. Like, like relax, dude. Seriously, <laughs> just right away, I was like, all right, I don't like this guy. I know right it's away. Like, you just got introduced to me. His name's Tim with two M's. Again, this I love uh, subtitles. I'm addicted to subtitles. I'm like the <laughs> subtitle king. I always pick up on shit like that. Tim with two M's. I'm just yeah. like a dick. Dick name. Yeah, it's big it's not, minus it's points. It's not <laughs> like Cassian's. Like he's not, he didn't make a move to this point at, at any point no. on Bix or anything. Trying he, to get out of town. He's always doing is trying to. Get out of town. Actually, That's it. yeah, this is what you wanted. Leave Not even trying, trying to get involved with her, you know what I mean, or anything. Yeah. Uh, from there, we go that uh, we see that Ramsey Bowen. He ain't listening to uh, Lord Royce's instructions. We're just using all Game of Thrones names. Back <laughs> <then>. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how we keep track. <laughs> 
Uh, but the the new guy, he's not taking he's not taking his boss's instructions. He's still looking in. He's he's got some guy working overnights, basically fucking putting him to the tooth and nail to try and track down who it is. And then we see um, Bex is leaving. Uh, she tries to go back. She back to Bex. She's trying to basically pull a fast one to get out of there. She tries to leave her boyfriend in the dust. And what does Tim do? Tries to tries to like follow her like a little weird stalker. Fails though because he sucks. Can't even do that right. Can't even follow her. Ends up like bumping into somebody. Falls over. Loses her. Turns out Bix goes to send the message to her boy to see if he's going to be able to show up. The, the buyer for Andor. And then um, we go to... Who is it? Cyril and Ramsey. So, oh yeah, Ramsey Bolton. He wants to track down all the males from Canari for questioning. Now, he asked that, and I'm like, how the fuck does he know? It seems like a little... That seems a little drastic. Like a, Yeah, <laughs> drastic. But like, a, where did he get Canari from? Like did some yeah. like you know what I mean? Did right. somebody already send it in fucking emails or some shit like that? Sending them little fucking slippy notes? Yeah, I don't know. That's that is a weird detail. He just because you have like the was uh, there a report of some kind that did get through? I don't know. You have like the three. It's like the three whatever you want to call them, like computer workers. You know what I mean? They're sitting right. there doing their thing. He comes over and he tells them exactly that order. But right away I was just like, hmm. where the fuck did you get that info from? You know what I mean? Right. It, yeah, it might be like crime scene investigation, kind of. Like they, they asked, they asked the people at the bar or whatever, and that's Maybe. that's all they were able to get was a description. But you know but what? again, Canari's pretty obscure. It, that's it's weird that someone pulls that. Idea. Yeah, but it's still Canari is pretty obscure. No one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He even th- mentions that like the first time he like when the first time Andor brings up the planet, he says, you know, it's off rim, small little place. Yeah, that's actually a good call though. Maybe that was just something that simple. Yeah. Hey, two of our guys died right outside your establishment. Was there anybody weird here? That yeah, might as well maybe- start there. Hey, yeah, all right. Got to start somewhere. I like that. Good explanation. You just grounded in all the right. show. Good there job. Go. I'm trying, trying. <laughs> um, Andor is still trying to cover up his tracks and get ready. He's switching out sip lo- uh, ship logs and you know covering his tracks. And then we go to the last scene, which is a flashback, which I thought lousy way to end the episode. Go back to the Lord of the Flies. These kids that like uh, it seems like the older ones, you know, the little, you know, because they vary in age, mm. but it seems like the older ones, the ones that are a little bit tougher, I guess. They're kind of like, getting ready to head out. And Andor's getting ready to go with him. He's getting ready to head out with one of them. And then we see that he's got, like, a little girl, basically, with him. So I'm assuming that's got to be the little sister that he was looking yeah, for at the right. bar. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I could get out of at least this flashback was that there was some meaning to it. Is that, all right, clearly this is his sister. And that's that's who he, that's what his main goal was, is to track down his sister. Yeah, she's even calling after him as he's leaving. She's like, you yep. know what I mean? Cass, Cass, Cass. He comes back, kind of says, hey, I'll be back. Actually, we don't know what he says because we don't have fucking subtitles for him. It's yeah. <laughs> true. Stupidity. But like I said, I thought the episode, first episode was pretty good. Didn't like the ending. Don't like ending with flashbacks. I'm Like I said, I'm done with the flashbacks. Yeah. It was, uh, It was like I said, it was good that it's like, I just like that it started off letting you know right off the rip that this it's kind of going to be a darker Star Wars themed kind of kind of deal. Yep. Like it's not going to be your, like what you said, like your average Star Wars um, like show, movie, whatever. They they let it know right off the start, like you know, it's about spies and kind of like I said, this rebellion. It's it's they didn't just just the beginnings, just the smallest right. little tiny embers. Yeah, like you had to do some dark shit along the way in order to join this rebellion. Yeah, and it seems like things almost have to get a little bit darker for them too. Like you know what I mean? Yep. The Empire is still gonna kind of take form and start really raining in some shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? right. Um, but first episode thought it was pretty good. I like you said, dark right away. I thought right. My biggest thing I thought was again the production. Just this show reminded me of more like what Mandalorian feels like. It yep. just seems like there might have been a little bit more money put into it. Seems like they took more time with it. 
it just, I don't know. Boba Fett and Obi-Wan both had their issues with me where it was just like, just simple little things where I was just like, this is so dumb and corny. Not even corny, but just like, I think of like, say like the Darth Vader scene where, um, with the fire, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh man, that the, was the so bad. The stormtroopers are like, yeah. we can't go around this fire. Yeah. It's like, dude, if you go two feet in that direction, yeah. you can go around it's the like fire. it's like shot up in the sky so you can see, like, yeah, you exactly. can see it's the so layout lazy. of it and you Thank can see you. that you can just walk around. Exactly. Yeah, that was That's terrible. the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, this show seems like it's not going to have any of that shit. But like, I think it's a, maybe fucking... it has to, it has to do with like, like that's a prime example. All right. It's, it's Obi-Wan. So like the kind of the fact that it's Obi-Wan and Darth Vader can shy away from that. You know what I mean? Like right, maybe right. a lot people of people, so yeah, yeah, yeah. they're so caught up in Obi-Wan fighting Vader, right. That they don't really look into that stuff. But yeah. as, at least as of right now, there's, there's none of that like Easter eggs or like those typical star Wars characters. Well, so like people are maybe they're like focusing more on these kind of things, and they realize that you can't really get away with the, um, with that kind of sentiment. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you have to kind of hone down on those things. Yeah. Uh, what was you know the Bellendale bad one was the uh, the remember the Boba Fett like the race with like the like the kids on the motorcycles when they were like going yeah yeah not good and it looked like they were going like ten miles an yeah. hour on like fucking yeah. motor scooters basically yeah oh my god not good. I was like, exactly like this. Just feels like all right. This is much more yeah. well done. They yeah. put more, like I said, more time into yeah. it. Probably more money. I'm guessing, just a higher level quality of show Definitely. compared to the yeah. last two, which was good to see. I liked the dark vibe. I was asking for something more like this, something more for adults. I've been asking for the R-rated Darth Vader movie for forever. I don't think I'll ever get it, but. I'm still not with out the, yeah, not with Disney owning it. I wouldn't think. <laughs> you never know, man. Disney's starting to open up. For, hey, Deadpool's rated R. Let's see how, if Deadpool yeah. does really good. Doors might open up Pandora's box. It right really there. could, man. Yeah. If Deadpool kills and they're doing a good, if they're pulling in fucking Wolverine, you know what I'm saying? Get Hugh right. Jackman in. That movie's gonna kill. R-rated Disney. Like I said, blow the doors open. Let's get some R-rated stuff going. Because yep. Disney's awesome. They make great shit. But. Sure. Uh, episode two was the episode that I was like, what a waste. I thought it was just like a waste. I, I feel like you could have taken like 10 minutes from it, put it into say episode one, taken another 10 minutes of it, thrown it into episode three, yeah. and then cut the other 10 minutes. Yeah. It was only like 30 minutes long. This was almost like, uh, and I wasn't trying to have it be like this, but this is almost like background kind of like not music, but like, you like just a background show for me in this one. Like yeah. nothing, nothing was captivating me in this, this episode at all. No, I really didn't be honest. I watched them twice. This episode, both times to me, was just a downer kind of, yeah. I was just like, all right, this one, it just felt like a wasted episode. It felt like a total Definitely filler. Yep. You could have just done this in, you know, in a lot of other yeah, ways. I said it before. I'm tired of fillers. Stop <laughs> making filler episodes. Yeah. Just give me the George. Good. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> George, fucking Marvel, all of you. Stop making filler episodes. Just give me the goods for six episodes a, a season. I don't need the filler episodes. Ah, oh, well, I'll. I agree with everything except for unless they're funny. House of the Dragon and Rings of Power. Both those shows are killing it right now. They can do whatever they want, in my opinion. Because there's no fillers in those. Yeah, no. Even even when it's like a slower episode of say House of the Dragon, like shit still happens. That's yeah. just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Or there's a payoff for whatever, whatever thing is really slow leading yep. up to it. Yeah. There's always, always something. There's yeah. never like a total just waste of an episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which we've been it. talking about this a lot. Like She Hulk, for instance. I say it's not She Hulk at a fucking wedding for a whole episode. <sighs> yeah. Just two two complete throwaways. <laughs> Don't need it. Yeah. I haven't watched, uh, today is Thursday, we're putting it out on Friday, but today is Thursday, She-Hulk releases, I haven't watched a new episode yet, but I might have seen on Twitter that there's still no Daredevil. Oh, no. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but I've I've read still no Daredevil. No Daredevil, no Seth. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> somebody else might be in it, maybe. Okay. I won't tell you who, but there is somebody else in it. 
Uh, episode two, we open up exactly where episode one left off at the flashback with these kids. They're kind of heading out of here. They're heading towards this crash site, we assume. I can't imagine what else they'd be leaving for. But again, no subtitles, so we don't fucking know for sure. Uh, and then we see, like, they get to, like, I don't even fucking know how to describe it. A huge construction, like, mining pit. Looks yeah. like a fucking meteor, basically. A massive Seems like it was, a, it was like fucking. a mining accident or something. Like, something went wrong. Yeah. It looks like fucking the either the Empire or some other fucking yeah. something else like the Empire. This other corporation, maybe. And I think this is one of the, the few times they did kind of an Easter egg was that they have... They kind of show a ship that's like half subdued in this mining field. And yep. it looks like an Imperial ship. Oh, okay. So be, they yeah. do, I think they do a little bit of saying that, you know, this was like the Empire was Empire in here somewhere here. down the line. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it seemed like that ship that they showed was uh, was an Imperial ship. I gotcha. Maybe that's what happened with all the parents, too, and shit. Like, we obviously, like I said, it's all kids. There's not a single adult. So these kids came from somewhere, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, uh, they're, they're all wearing, like, loose clothes and stuff like it's their parents' old shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of, like, crazy. Like I said, Lord of the Flies, fucking, uh, you know what else reminded me of? You, either you guys seen that, um, the, the Prey movie, the new Predator one? That's out on, like, Hulu and shit like that? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really good. Awesome, right? Yeah, yeah that really was really, good. really good. Yeah, worth watching, Seth. Definitely. Was, worth, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was really, really, really good. Yeah, I've heard very good things about it. Yeah. yeah. We talked about it on the, one of the regular episodes here. Uh, really, really good, but it reminded me of that, too. Fucking, they had, like, the spears and shit, the face paint. I was like, oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they like get ready to go to war when they go check out that spaceship. They yeah, have, like a yeah, whole yeah. ritual and do, do it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. We see that they got like a female, a female leader. She seems like a little badass, sort of like I don't know, fourteen, maybe fifteen year old. But she, none of them are that old, man. They're all pretty young. It seems like. Yeah, it's weird that the, every adult died. You know? Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's whoever was working at that mine or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. All the kids were like together. Maybe they were like out of school or something like that. Fucking teacher went to go. I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, this, is, this is before, you know, baking the Death Star, so I'm sure they had to have a lot of, you know, I don't I want to say slaves, but, you know what I mean? Yeah, they had no, to have a lot of people. Planets that they were just literally taking over and using yeah. the people as slaves. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. No, yeah. Definitely. Uh, but like I said, it looks like something went awry here, you know what I mean? Huge fucking massive, 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 I don't even know, pit, I don't even know what to call that. Uh, we go to Bix and her loser boyfriend, her, her Tim with two <laughs> M's, and she's looking at a computer. She's fucking trying to leave work. And she, like, looks very fucking disheveled as she's, like, fucking looking at the computer. She's trying to get out of there. Tim's asking if he wants to go to dinner. She's like, yeah, we'll go to dinner tomorrow. But she looks kind of disheveled. She gets out of there in a rug. Get out of here, Tim. Tim, right away, he seems like he's onto it. What does he do? He goes to her computer. He pulls up in her fucking recent tabs like an asshole. And he fucking sees basically basically a wanted poster, if you want to call it that, for fucking, they're looking for any canary males. And he's just like, hmm. Gotta clear your browser history. <laughs> gotta clear your browser if you want to if you want to keep it underneath the rug. You gotta clear the browser history. You have a internet one on one. Yeah, for real. You gotta know these things, especially with this kind of a boyfriend. Come on, you can tell this guy's overbearing as hell. You're snooping. acting the way you're hell. Yeah, yeah, he's snooping around. You're lying, hiding from him. So obviously, it's a reason for that. Clear your browser history. What the fuck? <laughs> but sure enough, he's like, hmm, they're looking for canary males. That's interesting. Uh, and then we go and we meet Andor's mom, basically. We see a woman. She's hanging out with B2 Emo. So, obviously, we assume older woman, probably Andor's mom or whatever. They're chilling. She's like, yo, don't tell him anything. Andor comes walking in like he just got home from a day at the office. Completely normal. Trying to act like nothing's awry. Like he didn't just kill two guys and he's about to leave town. 
And uh, Ma's like, yo, not so fucking fast. I saw the warning posted too. Like, who the fuck you tell yeah. where you're from? You got some explaining to do. They made it like a big thing, like where he was from. Like, you're from fucking Canary. Like, you can't say, you know what I mean? It's like a big thing. You know what I mean? They're saying that they didn't even tell necessarily all their family members and shit like that. So, I so there's, like some, there's something that happened there that, right? Like, it, whether it's the Empire or this corporation, whatever it is, like, and we don't know yet, but there's something that happened there that it's trying to get swept under the rug. That's exactly what I was thinking too. They want to like remove any trace of this. Yeah. Whatever happened here, that like the yeah. I think they say like the planet's like inhabitable now and shit like yeah. that. They want to just keep it off the books. Yep. Um, this was the first time that B2 Emu said bix and I've been saying it nonstop now. I feel like <laughs> I must have said it like 200 times last night, and I did it a couple times already today. But I'm just like every time, just bix I was cracking up every fucking time. I like this new droid. Yeah. Who's um the droid from Rogue One that he chills with is the fucking the best K2SO K2SO. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that is a cool droid. That's K2SO like the best droid. Awesome. I mean, don't get me wrong. C3 and R2, they're awesome, but that droid's fucking sick yeah I heard he's not coming in till I don't even know he she whatever the fuck it's not coming in till uh, season 2 is he yeah he's supposed to be in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cause cause he was, I, I know was he was an imperial he was an imperial droid I think there's gonna be between his... uh, so like this one Luke asked was, I think it's, this one's 5 BBY I think the next season 2 is like 2 BBY Okay, so we're getting, like we're getting closer. Yeah, so, we're getting closer. Yeah, Even to like Rogue One and shit. K2SO was awesome. Awesome, yeah. I think that was one of the biggest fan questions is like, is like K2SO going to be in this? Because obviously yeah. people loved him and he dies. You yeah. You know what I mean? So every, everybody fucking really dies. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, we go to... Oh, we find out uh, too. Bix tells Andor that uh, Bix is looking for him. So Andor's like, oh shit, word. Let's go fucking see what she's got to say. Maybe she's going to catch her, her by a friend. They go meet at a different cantina. Again, though, not your not your regular fucking. The band is yeah. The band band's off tonight. Yeah, yeah this one was <laughs> the, band, very, the band's not playing tonight. This looked like a sketchy a sketchy Star Wars bar. Yeah. This one was very. Yeah. It's dark like, um, like fuck Attack it. of the Clones, with it like they're looking for uh, the person that helped Django Fett. I can't oh, think, yeah, can't think yeah, of her yeah, name. Yeah, like yeah, it's kind of yeah, like yeah, those yeah, like yeah. you know dark alleys and things like that. Yeah. They you that you don't milk. want to sell me death sticks. They had that blue milk on tap at this bar, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they did, yeah. I don't know if it was this episode or no, but they, they, they had blue ramen. Oh, shit. Did you see that? Oh, I did see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's one of the three guys that's working at the computers in that yeah. first episode. I yeah. did notice that. He's got that. the blue ramen. I fucking spotted that, too. I was like, what the fuck? This guy's eating blue noodles? I wonder what they I Right away, I was like, I wonder what they taste like. That they're blue. Like, are they blue raspberry noodles? Cotton candy? Both of sounds gross, but yeah. Brutal. Um... Binks, uh, Binks tells him that uh, she got in touch with her, you know, she, she contacted the buyer. He's on his way. All is, you know, all is well. You can be able to make a deal. And then we find out that Sim Tim is still being a stalker <laughs> and he's fucking watching from the shadows. Which Sim Tim. I've been watching fucking You on Netflix, which is one of my favorite shows. I've been plowing through it for like the 15th time. I don't know if you guys have made the one you guys have seen that. No. Big stalker show. No, no. Oh my god, this guy was just giving me the vibes. I'm just like, you're you're Joe, you're the early Joe. Yeah, the Joe we don't see in the show. I'm like, that's the early version. This guy doesn't know what he's doing. Yet. He's a terrible stalker. Yeah. <laughs> Bad intentions. He, 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 maybe he wants to do well, but he's just he tells execution's not there to yeah. to, yeah, to, yeah, to kind of be like like not spying on Vix, but yeah, you know, trying to figure out what she's doing. His his execution's not there at all. If he's yeah. trying to be subtle about it. No, like Nick said, like tripping over stuff, trying to follow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can't even do that. Clown. Yeah. Clown. Another guy, you know, just another bum. Uh, but he literally, like I said, he's overwatching this whole conversation. He just saw whatever you want to call it, that wanted poster kind of a thing on the computer. So what does he do? We just see him go. He sends a little message. Do, 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 do it. Some little like ATM looking fucking 
computer machine kind of thing. I was like, this is what we're going to have in the future? You just go up to like an ATM and send an email or somebody or something like that? I'm like, go. All right, whatever. Uh, and then we go right to where he sent the message, or we assume because it just happened, but the fucking guards find out that. Rats him out. Yep, Fucked right away. Him. Fucking gets a tip. Fucking looking for Andor. They get a, an old an old image of him. He's looking kind of younger, teenage Andor. Yeah. But they're like, all right, that's the guy we're looking for. We know what planet. Let's fucking go get him. Just Fuck not him. necessary by Tim. Sim Tim. He's already leaving. He's literally right, exactly. making the deal to get out of town. And right. report him. Like, what are you doing? Just get out of town. You're just being an asshole. Yeah. Uncalled for. You know what I mean? And your girl's still helping him out, so she's still got to, like, even if she doesn't, like, care about him like that, they're still friends. You think she's going to be happy with you when you fucking turn her friend in? You didn't think to ask what's going on at any point? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I can't believe it. So the guy sends the message, right? Fucking tells the, uh, whatever, not the Empire, but this new, this new Empire, these blue guys. Tells him what's going on. He goes on home. And then who shows up but Bix? And she's been boozing. And we get a little kind of... We don't get it directly, but we get a good innuendo of sex in Star Wars. I was like, you know, yeah. we don't get much of that at all in Star Wars. No. You know what I mean? We get no. a couple of kisses here and there from Anakin and Padme. But aside from that, man, and of course Han and Leia, but there ain't much. There's kissing and that's sure. that's... That's it. You know what I'm saying? Bix comes right in, drops the jacket. You know what she's all about. She even says, I've been drinking. You know what I'm saying? Kissing your sister sometimes, but, you know, Luke, Luke didn't know in his defense. <laughs> That's right. There you go. <laughs> but right away, I was like, all right, again, this kind of meant, this kind of went to that, even that darker vibe to me again. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is... This didn't he is- even ask if she wants to eat dinner or something? And she was like, she just went right into it. She's like, nope. Yeah. She's like, come on, dude. You <laughs> like, see what I'm... I'm no, here for a reason. I'm good. You know what I mean? I knocked and said, is it too late? You know what I mean? I don't want fucking dinner. I mean, yeah. boozing. Let's go. Nope. <laughs> Uh, he looks like he's a he looks like he's a little a little feeling of guilt though you know what I mean he's kind of like oh shit like I did just report your boy yeah if he just took some time and asked what was going on versus versus immediately just reporting them you should yep. feel fucking guilty you should feel guilty I agree he stinks he does stink um, except him yep we go and we meet a new character we go to Ramsey Bolton or Cyril whatever you want to call him and he called in a big gun uh, Sergeant Mosk. This big old Irish dude. The fat Scottish dude. Scottish dude, yeah. <laughs> Sergeant Mosk. <laughs> yeah, I liked this guy, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, right away, I was too. like, all right, I'm in on this guy. Yeah, he was funny. I really like his accent. He's got the no fucks attitude, nah. just like Ramsey Bolton. He's like, we got to push these guys hard. You know, we got to get them. This is an insult. They killed two of our soldiers. They sent fat bastard in. They killed them. <laughs> they killed Cassie. And we fucking, we had just seen Opportunia, so almost right in my way, I was like, is this guy supposed to be Uncle Vernon? You know what I mean? Yeah. Ain't that big, but right R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Did I got pass away? That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. That's right. My bad. R.I.P. and peace. Uh, <laughs> um, but we go and we see that the buyer has arrived on planet, and it is my guy, Stellan Skazgod, yeah. who you guys will know from Thor and a trillion other movies. Dune. Dune. Yep. Yep. Got two fucking two sons that are also pretty good. You know, I was going to ask that. Own, is right? he is he the father of like Alexander? He's Scott, good. Who's Pennywise? Eight and Bill is it Bill, Bill. Sarsgaard? Yeah, Bill like, Skarsgård. He doesn't really have any like. He plays Pennywise. He I, was plays saying, I think Alex Alexander Sarsgaard is the. Yeah. He's just in the Northman. Yeah, he's Bill. I think is the one who's in like Jarhead. Like he's uh Jay Gillenhall's guy in Jarhead. That's Bill Skarsgård. No. Elite family. Yeah. Elite family. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking up. Right really? Now. Yeah. You Are you talking. serious? I'm, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, no, that just blew my mind. There's yeah. no, I've seen obviously I've seen Jaws had like two billion times, but that means Bill Skarsgård's pretty old. I thought he was somewhat younger. He was in uh, he was in Green Lantern too, which yeah, double check really that. Bad I don't know about that. I want no, people. you're right. I'm sorry, I got it up right here. All right, I knew it. I was like, there's no way Bill Skarsgård's pretty young. 
That's the guy. Bill's the guy who plays Pennywise. That's what I said. He plays Pennywise, yeah. and he also plays. Uh, he's actually in the Eternals movie too. He plays the. He plays like the crow, like the big, the, the big bad one that. Talks you know, what I didn't realize the other day too. He's in uh, Deadpool two. He's uh, the guy that spits up acid. Oh, one of the guys that dies right away, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. What are the uh, what is it? X Factor team? What is it? X yeah, X Force. X Force. X Force. That's right. Um, yeah, but yeah, like Peter Sarsgaard is the one I'm thinking of. Okay, Peter Sarsgaard is the one that's in like Jarhead. Is he their brother? He's got to be. He's got eight kids. I think they are all related. Yeah. No shit. Sure. It's like a whole family tree. These guys, huh? Yeah. See, I knew, I knew. You know what's wild, too? You know who he's married to? No. Maggie Gyllenhaal. What? <laughs> huh? We're going off the rails a little bit. Here. Really? Yeah, we could. Wait, what's going on here? You know yeah. the Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yep. All right. I'm, I'm all kinds of fucking confused now. There's no way Maggie Gyllenhaal made these kids. This is going to be a new marriage. <laughs> yeah, this is getting wild. This is <laughs> what is happening right now? We've completely gone down a loophole here. Yep. I am anyway, shocked. That's going to be, that's yeah, gonna be a new is... marriage. Whew. Uh, but yeah, we see that he's he's the buyer. I was very excited to see him. You know what I mean? Welcome to the Star Wars universe. I love that guy. Like we said, a lot of good things. Dune, Thor. Uh, but he's in town. He, he's made it here. So we're going to have that meeting probably pretty soon. Uh, we go to Andor. He's still getting ready to leave. He's saying bye to B2 Emo. Uh, he sets him up with a little walkie-talkie, basically. Kind of like a little comm system for him to still talk to even after he leaves which we're going to find out in a little while. It's going to end up playing a little bit to a downfall. But we're going to go back to this flashback, and we're going to finally get to the crash site. We got the, the Lord of the Flies have made their, their way to this crash ship. The leader girl, kind of the 15-year-old or however old girl you want to say, she kind of takes the lead. She goes down by herself. The rest of them kind of hide up and kind of make a little like a fucking a trap. Laid, yeah. If anything comes out, sort yep. of, they're up. And, you know, like, oh, though. Uh, this girl kind of heads in by herself. Turns out one of the, the, one of the guards from the crash didn't die. Fucking kind of wakes up, shoots her right in the fucking back, kills her, and the kids light him up with like, two like blow darts, bazillion blow darts. Yeah, right. Yeah, I couldn't. I was like, those things must not hurt that bad. It looks like they hurt, but he just had like he looked like a freaking boy. He looked like Hellraiser. Yeah, fucking porcupine. Yeah. Fucking, he was loaded up by the time he was done. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. That kind of reminded me of that movie too, though, because I think she does those things, like the blow darts. I think in that movie a couple times, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, that's what, like one of her main weapons. Yeah, she does. She'll use anything in that movie. It seems like what these kids are doing too. You gotta make the best of what you got. You know what I mean? Yeah. Star uh, Wars just goes to show: don't fuck with the natives. On a, you know what I mean? It's like the Ewoks kind of deal. The yeah. Ewoks know how to get around. These guys know how to get around. Don't fuck with the locals if you're an outsider <laughs> going to a remote planet that you've never been to before. It's never gonna bode well for you at all. Even uh, like all the townsfolk where uh, where Cassian is, like they when they have their whole ringing the bell system, like oh, yeah, that was yeah, awesome. Don't fuck yeah. with them either. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, was that this yeah, episode? Yeah. Was that? That's gonna be episode three. Episode okay, three, I was gonna say because that was like best one I yeah, thought. We're gonna be there awesome. in just a second. Actually, we're almost done here. Um, but like I said, we see that the the girl gets killed, unfortunately. But like I said, the kids light this dude up, and we see that Andor. Uh, he's pretty he's pretty upset about the death of this girl. Earlier, when we we saw them earlier in one of the other flashbacks, she kind of spoke up for him to see him. It seems like he might have a little bit of like a, maybe a little crush going on or something for this girl. It seemed like he might have a little bit of a googly eye. Yeah, Cassian, he's got he's got a I don't know like he's got crushes on a lot of people in his time throughout Star Wars. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mom says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. <laughs> he really does like this. You know, like we'll get into it with Bix. Um, I can't think of the the name of the character, like the main character from Rogue One. 
But like he, yeah, he, he gets involved with a lot. He gets crushes on a lot of different ladies throughout yeah. his uh, throughout his time in the Star Wars galaxy. Like you said, he, his mom brings it up too. Lists off like I think three or four different girls that he obviously been messing around with. You know yeah, what I mean? and she's like, "That's just the ones I, I know about." <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you guys are right. Seems like he's a bit of a player. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um. But we go to uh, Andor. He's trying to get like a ride, basically off world. He's trying to set it up. He goes to basically. I don't even know what you want to call it. Like a ticket, like a ticket booth, basically. Seems like he's known this guy though, and they're actually fucking looking into Canari, which is his home planet. They're fucking looking into it right there as he walks up. And he's like, "What? Well, I've never heard of that place." Kind of trying to play it off. Um, but it turns out that there was like actually, like you said, a mining accident, basically. And now the whole world they say is like toxic or uninhabitable, basically like that. Yeah, I'd love to know how, but yeah. No shit, because obviously we see, I mean, it must, this is a flashback, so something could have happened in these years since, but these kids are obviously living there, so it can't be that inhabitable at the time. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe something that only kills adults. Adult, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Ooh. Like, it might be, it might be a little far-fetched. I, I don't know how they would explain it, but yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Maybe something that, that only kills adults or something like yeah. that. I mean, like those uh, those dead soldier guys from, that were laying around the ship, they were all like kind of yellow, too. Like, yeah, I actually like, did mock. Yep. It seemed like they didn't down. die until they got off the spaceship. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or it could have just been so the, like, the kids. Still active, too. Yeah, kids were at home, maybe, and like every, you know, every adult was like again not a slave i don't know but doing yeah, this mining do, like doing the mining and that's what Full led to all on. the adults dying but yeah i was just thinking the same thing that's interesting that's a cool thought i do kind of like that maybe maybe, maybe maybe that's something to do with that um and then we go to our our closeout scene but we see that the uh the guards are getting ready to arrive they're kind of like they, they, they got their whole little crew together and this scene i thought was kind of funny in a way because you got this new guy that we that we like sergeant mosk he gives a pretty good speech Gets yeah. the boys riled up a little bit, yeah. you know what I mean? Delivers the message. Yeah. And then he guys passes from, guys from Lord of the Rings need to learn a couple of things from this guy's speech yeah. in, the, in the last episode of Rings of Power. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those were those were two brutal ones. You just very, need a fat Scottish guy to get a speech going. It <laughs> gets everybody riled up. Yeah, he's a so you could tell he's a he's a soldier's soldier. You know what I mean? He's yeah. a guy. He's been promoted through the ranks. Probably he's probably not seen. He's his been shit. at the bottom and now he's at the top. Yeah. So he's he's seen it all. He's been through it all. Very much the vibe that I get. Yeah. Uh, but then he passes things over to Ramsey Bolton, and this is the part where I thought was funny. But Ramsey gives a speech, and it was boring. <laughs> oh, yeah, not good. But even he saves it. He kind of just like all the guys are just dead silent. He's just like, all right, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Get the boys going. You know yeah. what I mean? He even says to him, "Good, good job." You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, well, good job. And then he's like, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rolling um, his eyes, like, oh, yeah, he's a kiss ass for sure. Yeah, a like, little bit, a little yeah. bit. Like right when he meets him, he's like, "This is something that." has to be done and like oh, it's a noble noble cause and I don't know he's just like yeah. kissing his ass right away likes what he's doing you know what I mean likes that yeah, he's maybe that taking more. the initiative a little bit I just give know. a little pat on the ass yeah nice, nice job bud way to yeah, go great who knows speech. who sent them here too <laughs> he could have been a pain in the ass for the other guy whoever sent them here you know what I mean this guy's just happy to get him off his plate he's like you know what there's a problem over there you guys can deal with him now true <laughs> um, but actually like I mentioned earlier like those first couple scenes with Ramsey or whatever Cyril <laughs> He fucking seemed like kind of like a hard ass. You know what I mean? He was real fucking giving orders and like, all right, we got to catch these guys. And then I don't know if maybe it was now that he's out there, like not at his desk anymore. Maybe it, behind his desk, he's out a big badass. But now he's out in the field. Yeah. He was asked to give a speech, which I don't think you'd be an idiot to realize didn't go very well. But right away, you kind of see he's got like this look where he's almost like sweat and kind of like almost nervous. You know what I mean? Kind of like, oh, yeah. shit, where what situation did I get myself into? You got to think yeah. somebody who's like, you know semi good at being his job of being evil at this point in time is working for the empire so if this guy you know what i mean like if this guy's 
the cattle force between like a different corporation. Like he's not almost like not good enough to qualify to be in the empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know he's not it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know he, he doesn't have what it takes. He might look like Ramsey Bolton, but he ain't Ramsey. Yeah. Bolton. If he was Ramsey <laughs> Bolton, he'd be fucking walking around in a, in a he's Ramsey Snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still a little bit. Yeah, I was kind of just surprised by that, just because I don't know. It was that. It was that quick of a turnaround. Because they would Which, recruit anybody. Like I said, true. Like yeah, halfway yeah, yeah. decent. You know, I mean, Empire. I feel like would recruit anyone halfway decent. Yeah, just being, take just take one. Being like an authoritative figure. Which is probably why what we're going to find out. Ando's able to kind of just walk right past him. Because Pretty much, yeah. He doesn't have what it takes. Yeah. Episode three, uh, just before we actually start going into it, I thought it was the best episode. By, oh, yeah. By a good margin. Yeah, no Yeah, no arguments here on yeah. my end. Yep. What, did, what about you? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. They, they're built to that, and that's that's probably why they had to release the, the first three at once. So yeah. they could give some payoff, at least, and get people ready for yeah, it's the second week of releases. I'm very interested in this Luthen character too. Um, Luthen, what is his name? Luthen is the Luthen? like Sour Yep. Yeah. Um, he kind of yeah. reminds me of like I can I can't think of his name from Rogue One. Forrest Whitaker's character from oh, Rogue yeah, yeah, One. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Forrest Whitaker's character is, is in this oh, from man, the, tra- the trailers that I've seen. Yeah, I, I think and so. I wasn't really a big fan of him in Rogue One to be honest. Uh, I, I don't know, like man, I can't think of what it was, but like Luthen kind of seems like he has that uh, he has that character in this, so. I'm, I'm very. Uh, he was a lot of very much involved in this episode, and I think that's why I like. Yeah, he had a big most. episode. Yeah, yeah, he was good in this one. Like I said, he's a badass actor. I like that guy. Yeah, and he definitely like right away. I kind of bought him into like I bought into him being in the universe right away. Yeah, they do a good job with that. Yep, yeah. I think I, he could have done both almost. Like if he played somebody on the Empire, I I could oh, buy that as well. He could have done that. You know he what I mean? Because I, I know he's the, like the fucking he's the a bad guy in Dune. Like you know he has yeah, that role he's in, crazy Dune. in Dune. I yeah, totally King Hawk. So I think honestly he could have done both sides of it and done a very good job in both of them. Yeah, I could totally whatever a good role. role. Yeah, you've been you've been on those lately. I fucking I was talking about the other one from the movie the other day. They with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Chris Prime. Well, that was a good one too. <laughs> Um, but like I said, definitely thought this was the best episode. Big episode for Scars God. Finally got a little bit more action too in this one. You know what I mean? First episode we didn't. I mean, it was an action scene. You know, the opening, the opening kill scene. It was actiony. You know what I mean? But this was an actual action scene. Would see yeah. what the show can kind of do as far as from that standpoint. Yeah. Yep. Which I thought they nailed. But like I also said, if you checked out that thing on D twenty three, it was for the most part the scene you had already seen like fucking like ten two weeks ago basically. You know what I mean? So I thought that was kind of yeah. weird. I was like, you guys released your best scene fucking in the this little premiere thing. You know what I mean? Because they knew it was good. They knew it was full of action. Yeah. So people were like, all right. Best way to get yeah, people to buy in. Yeah. 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 No. It was. It was a good-ass fucking scene. Uh, but we open up with a flashback again. We're doing a lot of these flashbacks to open up and close. I don't really love it. But uh, we see that fucking Andor's entered the crash ship. And like Luke mentioned, he sees... That's why I actually wrote down this scene. He sees a bunch of the uh, the bodies of the dead... Uh, Empire or whatever. I think it is an Empire ship, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Empire soldiers that are all dead, but their skin is like fucking yellow. Like there was yeah. some kind of toxic fucking, I don't know, radiation or some shit like that. Something that fucked with their skin. Yep. Yeah. And then, the other thing about this scene that I, well, this actually I thought was just very funny. He kind of goes through the ship. He gets to like the cockpit area. And it seems like he like, in a glass panel kind of thing, sees his reflection and what he looks like for the first time. And then he just gets super angry. He's not about it. Smashing. Yeah, he's not about how he looks. Which is yeah. exactly what yeah. I said. Oh, it's yeah. like, damn it, I'm ugly. <laughs> yeah, kid's never seen a puddle before or anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. I've done the same thing recently. I looked in the mirror. I, I was angry at myself. I, I've started going on a diet, drinking water, being yeah. a lot more physically active. <laughs> so yeah, I get, I get where he's coming from. I can see it. Yeah. 
Oh, dude, that puddle thing got me good. I'm not going to lie. Because I was actually, when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, I get it. Like, he could, he's never seen his reflection before. But I was like, oh, yeah. Now that you say that, I was like, he's definitely, puddles have definitely happened. Good call, Luke. <laughs> yeah, I'm an idiot. This kid's definitely seen himself. I mean, it's definitely a lot clearer. But, yeah. you know, he had some idea. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. That was definitely <laughs> funny, though. I just thought that was hysterical. He just starts, like, right away, he's just, like, angry. He's like, bah! just starts smashing <laughs> shit up. Uh, but we see that the buyer, like I said, he's gotten into town. He meets up uh, with Bix, which. I don't even know. Fucking cool little meetup I thought was pretty cool. Bix is just drinking and she just fucking seamlessly walks off. They have a cool little conversation. But what I noted, which was weird, was that they only talk about Cassian. Like, they don't mention the, the item he's going to be possibly trying to buy. Right. They're only talking about, like, Cassian. They're talking literally, like, they. she even mentions the fact that he killed those two guys and shit. He's like, we got to move fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is like, what does that mean? Like, are you guys trying to kill him? So, right. So it's almost here? like, you know, it, is there a bigger bounty on Cassian than it is the item that they're going after? Oh. You know I what you. I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. The, maybe, maybe the reward's a little better. Yeah. How funny would it have been if that was the scenario and here's Tim playing fucking Jim trying to get his ass out of here, playing Tim, and she's trying to kill him. You know what I mean? Yeah. How right. dumb would he feel then? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Just ask your girl. Stop being weird. Yep. You fucking simp. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Timp. But yeah, I found out right away. I was like, all right, I'm not found out right away. I just like right away. I was kind of like, all right, this is this is interesting. This guy seems like he's not even fucking here for whatever he's supposed to be buying. He's here for fucking Cassian. Yeah, I think the bounty's higher on Cassian than it is the item that he's looking for. Very interesting. So we go to uh, back to the flashbacks. A couple more flashbacks in this scene, uh, this episode, which kind of stunk. But we see that his mother figure. It's not actually his mom that we've met in the current time, if you want to call it the current time. She's uh, she's in the same ship. She's in the same ship in the flashback. She's got her boy with her. I don't know who this guy is. And then she's also got B2 Emu. B2 Emo. But he's like looking all clean, all shined up, brand new. So this yeah. guy's had a... he, He's gone through some shit. Yeah, because yeah. it's only been, you know, maybe like 20 years, something yeah. like that. And he looks bad. Yeah. He's I mean, he, you shit. know, like uh, BB 8, R2 D2, all these guys, like those droids have been through some shit too. Yeah. And I feel like they haven't really looked like they've True. aged necessarily. Like, I don't, I don't want to say aged, but you know what I mean? But, rusty, yeah. whatever you want to call it. A little clean. Um, this guy, though, yeah, this guy looks like he's been through some stuff. Maybe yeah. it's because, I don't know if he was in that, you know, on the planet with the minefield mm. and the accident. Maybe that that's what it came from, but he looks like he's gone through some shit for sure. Yeah, yeah I noticed that because I was, like I said, it hasn't been too, too long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Cass looks like he's like, I don't know. If R2D2 cannot be rusty and old looking, and this guy is rusty and old looking, what's this guy been through? Yeah. But basically, he's kind of losing his shit. They can't communicate because he speaks a language that not even the audience can read. <laughs> Thanks, Disney. <laughs> George. <laughs> But uh, basically, he's, like, freaking out. You know what I mean? He's, like, outsiders. He doesn't know if they're good, bad, and different. He doesn't know what's going on. She basically ends up sedating him and uh, knocks him out. And she's like, I'm getting this kid out of here for his own safety. She's like, they killed the soldiers, so they must have seen the guy that they took out with the 50,000 blow darts. And uh, she's like, for his own protection, this kid's going to be in trouble. The Empire's going to fucking come and kill him. They're on their way. They actually get, yeah, they get a little little calm that the Empire's incoming. Yeah. She's a badass. She is. She's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah fucking opportunity. You know what I yep. mean? You know what I mean? Doing the damn thing. She's redeeming herself for her shittiness in Harry Potter. Yeah. Good for her. I'd love to see it. Big um, redemption role for all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we see that the uh, the buy is not the only man. What's his name again? What's the buy's name? Luthen? Luthen? Yeah, Luthen, I think. Luthen? He's not the only guy that's arrived on planet. The gods have arrived. Ramsey Bolton and uh, yeah, Sergeant Moth. Well, Mosk, I'm sorry. They've arrived. And... Um, they go to Mava's house, and they start just tearing the place apart, basically asking for Cassian. They have a fucking warrant for his arrest. They scare B2 Emo, which I did not like. It made me very sad. 
Yeah, let got, him be. He got very cowardly, and he was they they threatened the power like ripple like power surges or some shit like that. And he was just like, no. He did the thing, yeah. Like I was like, no. You know, you know like in uh like the original like R two like he does the, they makes a noise kind of where he's like you know sad or like yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah I, like yes, I don't want to do yes. it. It's not like an idiot, but <laughs> like he, he just makes like a noise. Like he just makes like a noise. But this guy like actually like, like I said he like sinks in. Yeah, it is cool that he does speak English. You know what I mean? Yeah. it's nice to actually understand what he's saying right. and stuff. Which yeah. is part of what makes K two S so cool is that we actually fucking yeah. C three two yeah, but. and I think too like you don't have a you know like obviously you had R two and C three PO who could translate what right 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 what R two right. was saying so like right now there's fucking not really that person that group. can do it yeah, yeah. so I, maybe that's why but yeah I like that he actually talks fucking English I was waiting for him actually in uh I was actually waiting for him to like be able to speak whatever language and like translate you know what I'm saying yeah. I was waiting for that to happen now that would be a pairing B2 uh, B2 Emo and K2SO ooh we might get that you that'd never good, know hopefully one pairing. doesn't replace the other one you know yeah. what I mean that's what I hope like, that hopefully doesn't, that doesn't happen yeah. that would be cool I would love to get the two of them together yeah. um, but like I said the guards are arrived they're tearing the place upside down and then like we mentioned, Cass put a little walkie-talkie-like device, a little calm device on B2 Emo. And of course, as it always happens, as the guards are there at the wrong time. Get the calm link out of here, man. Yeah, he's just he just won't stop talking, too. Yeah. He's just like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. Are you resting? Are you yeah. fucking taking a sleep? Like, dude, shut up. He's not Hello. answering. Something's wrong. You <laughs> Hello. know what I mean? And the, uh, the guards are able to track, basically, the little walkie-talkie device. And they see that they're not too far away, so they, they head out in their direction. And we're going to, you know, that I think they said it that like 10 minute walk away or something like yeah. that. And then we go to definitely like the, the climax of this fucking episode. A lot of things kind of happening all at one time. But we see that Andor's arrived for basically like a little meeting place, a little warehouse kind of a thing. And we got uh, Stella Skarsgård's character, Luthen. He arrives as well. And basically he explains the item that he's trying to sell. He's got this device, like we said, that can track any Imperial ship. Basically like a nice little radar can keep you under the grid and stuff like that. Mentions how much uh, how much he wants for it, and right away, Luthen's more interested in how he got it than what he actually yeah. has. Yeah. So, to me, like this is big because I think Luthen realizes that like he's he's starting to recruit for the rebellion. Yep. And I think he realizes like he doesn't give a shit how uh, how Cassian got this. He sees like he's done the things that kind of like qualify him to. Be be part of the rebellion. You. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, like you said, he doesn't care how he got it. He just knows that he does. Like he did get it, and obviously, I think he knows the backstory now of killing the guards. So, I think he kind of sees the qualifications that Cassian has to join the rebellion. Yeah, I got you. So, like that's what he's more interested in. Like he knows what. Like he knows that Cassian has capable what it takes. of. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I got what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the guy who stole the valuable thing is more valuable than the thing the itself. Thing itself. Yeah. yeah, he can do that once a week. You know, like yeah, yeah. yeah good yeah. call. Good call. It's almost like recruiting him, like. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he even offers like literally more money to find out how he did it. And that I, I thought was, I liked that little monologue, that quick one by Cassie in there, but he was just like, you just walk in and you act like you belong there. And he's like, these guys are so that'll arrogant. Be, that'll be 10,000 credits. Thank you. Yeah. No, that, yeah. But I just thought that was really cool. Kind of like Obi Wan. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's like how, how uh, that officer lady sneaks into everything. Yeah, where he goes like they never expect someone like you know someone like me. He even says like God uh, to spit in their food, and I was just like, oh, so you've done that a few times, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't just mention that on a whim, you know what I mean? That's from prior experience. You've been spitting in people's foods. <laughs> Is there anything about the Empire throughout the years is that like they just let people slip through the cracks all the time? You yeah, know what I mean, whether it's like you know like. Luke, Han, all that dressing up as stormtroopers, or you saw it in the last trilogy, or even this one, like, 
They just let guys slip through the cracks all the time. Yeah. While we're here in this cool little back and forth conversation with them, we do a quick flash over and we see that Bix finds out that Tim is the rat. Um, so she kind of fucking freaks out. She leaves. She's going to go try and, you know, get her, talk to her boy real quick to let him know that he's got to get out of town. But then we go right back to where we just were and we find out that Luthen knows a lot about Cass. Like, he knows a lot. He's been recruiting, he's like been looking at him for a while. Yes. And yeah. like we said at the beginning, as soon as he gets here and he's talking to Bix, he's only asking about Andor. So yeah. it's like, he's not looking to take him out. He's looking, like you said, to recruit. The, he yeah. wants this guy bad. He's yeah. been looking into him. He knows that he has what it takes to join the rebellion. Yep. He knows that his father was hung by, I would imagine, the Empire. You know what I mean? Yeah. He even mentions like the square where it happened. And that pisses so, Cassian off bad. Yeah. Well, obviously that makes <laughs> that him is, even more curious too. Like, yeah, how the fuck right. do you know that yeah. too? You know what I mean? But obviously, yeah, sore subject. You know what I mean? I don't want to talk about that shit. But definitely, like I said, you know, he's been doing his fucking research. Oh, yeah. And Luthen says as much. He goes, don't worry, get me wrong. Like, I want that box thing of yours, but I'm actually I want you. I'm here for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're what I want. You know what I mean? It's like Uncle Sam. He's <laughs> like, I want you to join the, yeah. <laughs> to join the army. And uh, he delivers that good line there. He's like, don't you want to Don't you want to fight these bastards for real? Which I thought was good. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I thought that was good. <laughs> I the do. Way, the way he delivered it, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't you want to fight these bastards yeah. for real? I was like, yeah, let's go kill the Empire. <laughs> <laughs> He's just marching. Ah! <laughs> like by himself. <laughs> if he doesn't want to go fight, I'll fight. You son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> just when they got, just when I'm out, they pull me back in. Um... But then he, uh, they, find, they, they hear some kind of rumblings outside of the warehouse, and they're like, oh, shit. Like, someone else is here. Turns out, he, like, looks at Cass. He's like, you got a communication device on you? Cass is like, yeah, why? Pulls it out, throws it, smashes it. He's like, already teaching him. Don't fucking carry shit like that around anymore. Right away, educate him. Until they track you. Yeah, exactly. But it turns out the troops have fucking arrived. Uh, before they start making their way inside, who do they find outside? Bix. They fucking... They were real rough with her. I did, Yeah. They Fucking smash yeah. her head against the wall and shit. Yeah. Knocked her out. She fucking bleeding. They handcuffed her to a door. I was like, oh shit, Big's getting roughed yeah. up. But again, kind of the same thing of what we said. A little bit rougher and tougher and meaner and ruggeder. Yeah. And you know what I mean? A little bit grittier style was. You know what I mean? Uh, but then it's, you know, it's, it's basically fight time. We see uh, Luthen starts it off by blowing up the door right away. Fucking poof. Kills a couple guys right there. But then the troops come on in. Andor's trying to get the box. He's trying to trying to get that box that he wanted to sell. It's like left in the middle of the room. He's trying to make his way through. This was a cool fight scene, though. This was a yeah, really, very cool. really cool fight scene. Yep. I liked all the shit as far as like they have whatever it is, like these chains with boxes kind of hanging from the sky and shit. Yeah. And they're using different like, you know, ways to shoot them back and forth at guys and yeah. stuff. Use it for coverage or whatever it might like once it falls. Yeah. yeah whatever. One guy be. had like his leg wrapped around one. He fucking did something where he fucking went flying and shit like yeah. that cool fight scene they each yeah. i noticed they each saved each other's lives like one time too at least at least oh, okay time. nice but yeah. they each made a move you know what i mean like yeah. the first one was luthan he, he saves him with a, like a shot early on yeah and then as they're getting ready to like kind of leave like make it like make out of the warehouse that thing's falling and it's gonna yeah. fall right on luthan and andor fucking tackles him yeah like out of the way nice. you know what i'm yeah. saying Good call. So right away, there was a couple things. Like I said, he's already educating him right out of the gate because he already knows he's got him where he wants him. You know yeah. what I mean? And then now they're already saving each other's lives. These guys are already a little bit of a team. You know yep. what I'm saying? Right away, they already get that, that chemistry. Yep. Uh, we see that the, the gods that we've been following, Ramsey Bolton and Sergeant Mosk, they kind of they haven't made their way in yet. They weren't in the original shootout. They're setting up for like a fucking trap basically out in the town where they're going to be making their way out. We find out. 
Ando's a smart guy. This is his planet. You know what I mean? He knows his place better than they do. Oh, good call, Luke. Yep, right there, baby. Keep going. Um, but uh, like oh, yeah. he knew Sorry. this was happening. Yeah, he they knew that it was happening. He comes up right behind uh, Ramsey Bolton. Comes up right behind him, fucking got him at gunpoint and shit like that. Ramsey again, looking like a real bitch though. He's like all like, uh, uh, uh. says, kill him. You don't want to kill him? I'll kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, all right, I like this guy. Yeah. This guy's my kind of guy. Yeah. He's like, shoot first, ask questions yeah. later. You and know again, what I mean? it's just another, another example. And I like what they're doing is it's going back to the rebellion had to do some, Dirty some things. dark shit along the way to get to where they need to get to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is the enemy. You know what I mean? They're yeah. the enemy. Uh, but they and they're not up, like Jedi. They're, sorry, they're not like Jedi's or Sith's. Where you know what I mean, like right, right, right. Where not, they they feel the dark. They feel the dark side. If they were to kill like an unarmed guy or like a Jedi, wouldn't kill an unarmed Sith or whatever it might be. Like they they don't have that ability to do that. So they had to do some dirty stuff along the way. They're not doing it because they want to. They're doing it because they need to. You're right. Yeah. Yep. Um. But they're you know setting up this little trap. Like we said, Andor's too good for it. He's got him at gunpoint. He only knocks him out though. I was like, dude, you gotta kill this guy. You already killed one dude at gunpoint. We've already had like a shootout. You wanted. Yeah, you wanted. Come on. Already. What are yeah. we doing here? Why are we... Ramsey Bolton's got plot armor. You know what I mean? We can't have that. Let's kill this guy. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, we also see that... We go back to um, the same guy that Andor basically set up his alibi with. The construction worker friend. He He's up to a little something. We see him uh, go wander off towards the... Em- not the Empire, but whatever these guys are. This you know organization. The ship that they landed on, he just sees that they're all gone. He goes, makes his way over, what's he's going to be up to. He ends up constructing basically like a fucking chained rig to the back of this shit. Things have gone awry for these guys. So they're like, all right, we got to get out of here. They send one guy to go get the ship and pick them up. The dude that goes running to pick the ship up, he takes off. Huge ass. I don't even know what to call that thing. Like a fucking, a bulldozer basically tied to the back of this ship. Yeah. Big old Uh ball and chain. Yeah. Yeah. Big old ball and chain. (laughs) It looked like a, it looked like it would do, you know when you like mash something in one of those like those mushes like a car musher basically it yep. looked like a like if you mushed a fucking bulldozer like a real big one it was just like a block of crushed metal basically yeah that dense yeah ends up basically like what getting caught in like a building the whole ship fucking goes down boom so now it seems like these guys might not have a fucking way out of here now they're already losing men they're on the siege like we kind of mentioned too earlier the the, the civilians of this planet do not seem like they want these guys here at all. No. You know what I mean? They're kind of, yeah. they're doing little things that they can to try and send messages and warnings. They don't want yep. these guys here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it seems like now that without their ship, they might be kind of fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they've had, a, you know, the corporation, whatever you want to call it, has had them under control for a while up until now. You know what I mean? Because right. again, I feel like they don't want the Empire to get involved. They want to do their own thing. So they've had it under control up until now. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, this whole planet is like right on the right on the border of being slave society. Like it's yeah, like they have the freaking or like, so that like they thought that they've had them under control, but I don't know. That's pretty like what they do is pretty goddamn crafty. Yeah, along, you know what I mean. Like if they, it kind of was swept like right underneath okay. their nose, they didn't even see it. But yeah, they're, they're pretty crafty once they actually put some action into it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, like we said, they didn't just. We just see that they tied him up. They tied up Ramsey. They didn't kill him, which was a big mistake. He ends up getting untied by one of his soldiers, and they're like, you know, yo, like they're gonna be fucking coming. They use a cool little distraction though. They send out this first ship first, Andor and Luthen. They uh, they strap a ship with basically like dynamite C four. They send it out first so that all the gods light it up. Boom, boom, boom. Ship fucking explodes. They think we got them. They go and they inspect to find the bodies and shit. <sighs> Fly off on fucking speeders yeah. right by him. See you later. We're out of here. Yeah. And uh, honestly, the, I think my favorite part of the whole episode was when the 
like they're ringing the bells. Not like they're all ringing the bells, but right. they're, they're all doing the. That, I don't that know if it's like Morse code or whatever you oh, want to call it. Oh, the spoon kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, I know like, what you're talking. Yeah, because there's one guy like literally. I think his job is to just like to just like hammer a bell until like the work day is over. Yeah, he was doing but, that. But the whole all day. the whole village is doing it, and um, I forgot who they ask about it, and I think it's Aunt Petunia. Yeah, it is the mom, and she says. You know, don't worry about that. Worry about when it stops. Yes, that was a good scene. Like yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah, that yeah, was yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I love that whole entire scene. Like, yes, and what happens good. when it stops? Yeah, and she's just like shrugs, shrugs <laughs> You'll out. You'll find out. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's when the ship explodes, right? Basically. Yeah, and then it leads like right into that. Yep. Basically, that's like yeah. once they hear all the sound of like everybody chiming in, then they attack. Like they all stop and then they attack. attack. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once it stops, that's when everybody engages. Yep. Yeah. Like we said, these people obviously they don't want these guys here at all. You know what I mean? They planned this for a while too. Yeah, it seems like they uh, they had like little like you said, kind of means of messaging. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very crafty. This this is their town. This is their planet. This is their home. They know how to use it and run it. And, yep. You know, work it much better than you guys do. But um, that basically wraps that episode. They kind of, you know, like I said, they hit the speeders. They get to uh, their, you know, their ship. They get off planet. We see that they're out of here. Um, they also show a flashback again, just real quick. And they go and they show that they're getting off planet here. And they're getting off planet in the flashbacks, yeah. too. He's with Opportunia now. They're, they're yeah. flying to wherever. The only thing, we didn't see our, our favorite simp die. We didn't talk about our favorite simp Oh, shot. that's right. That's right. That's right. I yep. forgot about that. What a weird scene that was. That just felt like a throw. Yeah, like, what an idiot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, yeah, but, like you know what? Like that. that. Yep. He, he got what he deserves. That's right. And he sees Bix chained up yeah. to the wall after she's been, you know, like yep. I said, roughed up pretty good. He's asking these soldiers, like, hey, what the fuck? She's bleeding, you know what I mean? And they say, hey, dude, don't come any closer. We're going to shoot you. And, like, the dumb idiot And he just he proceeds is, to just, get closer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he gets lit up. Yeah. And you um, do see that she survives. Uh, not survives, but. Right. She, she makes too. it. She but that, I'm still, you know, I'm still kind of nervous about her character because you would think that she would be involved in Rogue One. And she's not around in Rogue One. And clearly Cassian falls for, like, the main character of Rogue One, like Jalen Urso's daughter. Yeah. So the fact that she's not around in Rogue One makes me think I, I don't know if she's gonna make it through this series. Yeah. So you know, I get what you're saying. now I the boyfriend's dead. Bix is kind of on her own, but I still don't. Uh, I'm still kind of skeptic on if she's gonna make it throughout this whole entire thing. Yeah. No, I think that's definitely a fair question. I don't know. At don't the know very least, mean. some heartbreak when they break up and never see each other again. Yeah, it could yeah. be that. But, I love you. I know. But yeah, like that's that case scenario. <laughs> that kind of deal. She, she yeah. did. They've definitely already kind of built her up to be one of the, yeah, the main players for this show, it seems like. Yeah. So she's the main player, and like I said, she's not around in Rogue One. Like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know how call. that's going to bode for her character. She might have to bite the bullet or something like that, you know what I yep. mean? That's very, very possible. It's a good call. I didn't even think of that. But uh, overall, these three episodes, like we said, they played all very much together. There's three episodes played like one story, you know what I mean? Yeah. We got off planet, we got figured out why we needed to get off planet to even begin with, you know what I mean? Yeah, it took a little bit to get going, but now now I think we're going to get going. Because now, like I said, you're going to have the Empire involved. Uh, there's some characters that were in previous Star Wars uh, movies that I think are going to come back. Like I said, I think Forrest Whitaker's character is supposed to come back. Mon Mothma's like... I pretty much I think is confirmed to come back. So now I think you're gonna you're gonna hit the ground running. I'm glad that we I'm glad that it was just like a one week thing where we, we set it up. Yeah. And now I think we now we go. Yeah. Kind of deal. Yeah. Now I think it's gonna pop off. I definitely agree. I think we're gonna find out a lot more too about like this whole Luthan and Andor relationship, even though they just met each other. Luthan, like we said, definitely knows a lot about Andor and I'm sure that there's gonna be some kind of reason to that. Yeah. So I'd like to know I would definitely wanna 
find out more about them. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I, I think he's. I think awesome. he has a relationship with For uh, Forrest Whitaker's character too. That would make like, sense. Like I think they're both. You know, their both main goal was to start recruiting for the rebellion. Right, so. right, 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 right. Because I know I did see him in the trailers, like you said. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing him. I see. I liked him in Rogue One. I thought he was a good character. I like Forrest Whitaker. I'm always. A, I'm usually. A fan. I mean, that's why I'm not a big Forrest Whitaker fan for some reason. No. <laughs> I, I don't know why. No, I usually enjoy him. He's usually pretty good. Um, and I don't know, I like this character, his fucking, his gimp and his breathing machine and all that shit. I can't think of his fucking name. Now he's right. in his prime. Like, this should, like, this oh, is yeah, before this Rogue is One, so this I don't true. even think, yeah, he probably yeah. doesn't even have the gimp and, and this, that, and the other. Like, yeah, he's not as battle-worn and shit. Yeah, yeah he should be, on. he should be in his prime. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I would like to see that. But altogether, strong three episodes, a little bit on the slower side, but, you know. Yeah. I think the best way to do it is you, you treat it. You separate Star, almost like completely separate Star Wars, and you you just view it as a spy thriller. Oh, and I think yeah. if anybody can yeah. go into that, even somebody who hasn't gotten into Star Wars, like you can watch this as a spy thriller, and I think you can you can be invested into it. I totally agree. And but it's not for like us, like lost. you know, we're all very like involved with Star, like we all love Star Wars, you know. So I think we kind of our expectations are a little bit higher up. Yeah. So I think you kind of gotta. You got to lower it a little bit, and if you go into it with the right mindset, I think it could be it could be a very good series. Yeah, I think it's I think this one's just going to be a lot different from what we've seen from the, you know, the other Star Wars. Series. Right. It's going to be a much different vibe, a much different. Feel. The series itself might separate because, like I said, if you look at just the series itself, I value more than like how Star Wars, the state of Star Wars, is as a whole. Yeah, I think there are some much bigger issues with the Star Wars franchise as a whole right now, which like. I've, I've voiced my opinion on like we got to make a good trilogy this that and the other so if you separate how this is with Star Wars and just make it a, just a good spy thriller I think it's it's captivating for sure Kevin Feige's working on supposedly it's, he's supposed to have his own trilogy coming eventually I know that so help me Obi-Wan Kenobi you're my only hope yeah, <laughs> yeah. which are, they're already saying that he's there's been a lot of reports this week saying that he's already spread too thin you saw the stuff with uh, Blade right yeah the, it seems like a catastrophe it not, seems not like, good I don't want to say catastrophe yet, in but November. yeah, fucking have no director. This guy's name Mustafa Ali. Uh, he's not. He seems like he's not feeling it either. Yeah, no, he was furious. I think he was the main reason why the director ended up stepping down because yeah. Mahershala was literally voicing yeah, complaints about yeah, the I don't entire say thing. Mustafa Ali. Yeah, Mahershala has been furious. Not feeling it. Yeah, he uh, he's said a lot of bad things. So that movie's going to be in a little bit of trouble. It seems like, but. Uh, I think that's going to basically wrap it up for us here tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, good episode. Good first three. The, the fourth episode's already out. came out yesterday. I haven't watched it yet, but I'll be diving into oh, that nice. soon. Didn't even know that. Yeah, episode four was yesterday. Uh, we will be back to talk Andor in two more weeks. We will be back after episode six. We will be doing a uh, four, five, six, just like we did tonight. Three episodes in one. And then after that, we'll be sliding it on into our regular show on Tuesday Ooh. nights. Four, so, five, and six were the best uh, the best episodes of the Star Wars saga. So hey. maybe four, five, and six will be the best episodes in in, uh, in Andor. Could be a connection there, folks. Uh, so like I said, we'll be back to, with that in two weeks. We'll be back with our regular show on Wednesday morning, Tuesday night for us. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. As always, I ask you guys to please, please, please share this show around on your channels, especially if you're a Star Wars fan. If you know any Star Wars people, tell them about it. They're Andor people, tell them about it. Um, share the show around subscribe to the channels leave a comment leave a review it all means a lot we all appreciate it uh, and thank you to you guys again of course Luke couldn't have done the show without you guys Seth thank you for coming it, on in great show if you don't like and share I find your lack of faith disturbing <laughs> 
but that's going to wrap it us uh, wrap it up for us here tonight. Uh, thanks for watching, and we'll see you guys soon. All right, have a good one.